bring them right to that spot. And we're live. We're back. It's Thursday. We're rolling. Hello. <laughs> I just I've realized as you scroll through the feed. Yeah, as you scroll through the feed, like however it shows up is important. It grabs people's attention. We talk about being a scroll stopper. That's uh, that's a big part of it. So good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to a beautiful Thursday morning in South Florida and the Doodleberg Daily Huddle that is coming off a tremendous high from yesterday after we spent a bunch of time with Johnny Cupcakes and yeah. uh, great reviews and it was fantastic. Shay, you got to mute yourself. Come on, Shay. Come Thanks. on. <laughs> so, Dad, what was your... Uh, What's your what's your biggest takeaway from yes? You've known Johnny for a long time, so I went back and watched it again. But what was your big takeaway from yesterday? Um, so there were two big takeaways. Number one is the power of social media. He's watching our show all the time, which to me is still mind boggling that we're putting this out there and you just never know who's watching. And that's a major lesson for everybody in social media. Quit worrying about the likes and the, the comments and all the bullshit. If the right person sees it, good things happen. So I think that was really key. And then I think uh, secondarily, you know, when you talk about a guy who is so true to himself, you know, like he's just okay being Johnny Cupcakes. Yeah, bingo. You know, he, bingo, he didn't bingo. really, he didn't need to be, the biggest, the best, whatever he is being authentic. I thought the pasta thing was cool. So, uh, you know, he was very entertaining and, um, he's so much fun. I can't wait. You, me and him are going to get together. Um, we're going to make a bowl of pasta, each of us at our respective places, and we're going to design the t-shirt. So, uh, yeah, I'm you are experiencing, you are experiencing bad internet, my son. I am. So you, yeah. You're not coming across clear so i don't know what you're i think doing it might be, maybe it's you i mean i i hear everything clear i see everything okay. clear you guys are good everybody so maybe else shay is clear i'm clear but i'm just letting you know, know. Uh, you're fuzzy you're fuzzy okay. man well if anybody in the crowd is having a, a bad connection with me let me know but um i i agree with you that my number one takeaway was from him was be comfortable being you and then be you really really well like, you know, yeah. he, he is, he embodies everything that he wants to be. And he makes sure that his brand stays on point with the things he believes. And then he finds really, really creative ways to deliver whatever he wants to deliver, how he wants to deliver it. So uh, just awesome, awesome stuff. Yes. Mark, you are and, very, uh, very blurry. Everybody's saying Lindsay Ray. So I don't know if you want to jump out and jump in. But uh, you are Marcus Fuzzy, Patrick Tinney. Everybody's saying Mark is fuzzy. So uh, I don't know what to fuzzy tell you. Was, fuzzy Mark. was a. You want to jump out and jump in again? Okay, I'll be back. So in the meantime, you know, uh, knowing Johnny for the years that I I know him, it's one of my favorite guys to get together with. He is one of my inner five because I'll throw. Uh, like a challenge to him, you know, that he will legitimately take on his own. There you go. He's back and he is not. Funny. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> so, glad that everybody's hey. so concerned about seeing my face clearly. Um, there you go. More importantly, as long as the sound wasn't screwed up, I'm glad that it, that it's 
But Ed Dykes are, are said that you're to... delayed. But here's right, the problem. So... Ed, Ed Dykes gets a major demerit because he spelled your name with a K. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> Eddie, I gotta tell come you, on. <laughs> I got to tell you that for as many people as we know, as many times as I see somebody spell somebody's name wrong, like within the circle or like within the connection of people that they're talking to is unbelievable. Like attention to detail. So I have, I have one more major takeaway and I have, um, I was so thrilled that he did it. It was unprompted, but at the end of the show, he read through the people that were there and he shouted them out. That was yep. a class move. And uh, really, really, really fantastic. So uh, I'm thrilled. He's, he is the king um, of customer experience. There's no he doubt. He is the king, king of customer experience. And uh, I'm glad people who bought T-shirts. <laughs> we are going to have a Huddle T-shirt, um, a, a Johnny Cupcakes original Huddle T-shirt. And uh, so I'm thrilled. So really good stuff. Uh, more of that type of thing coming down the road. Uh, we are programming the show to deliver more and more value and bam, you got it. I love it. So Shay, take us away to the morning motivational music because that is going to set the tone for the rest of the day. So today is Women's Entrepreneurship Day, and uh, what a day it is to celebrate the unbelievable women. Um, shout a special shout out to Lori Salarulo and, and and Kim Sweers, who are obviously unbelievable female entrepreneurs that are here with us every morning. I know we shouted out some more people in the comments. Um, but excited to, to take the day talking about that. But before we get to that, we've got a family member who we're going to bring on to the show to talk about some things that are happening tomorrow and some things that are happening tonight. Welcome to the show, Scotty Garber. Ooh, gentlemen, thanks for having me. I, uh, I got to tell you, Steve, the, the huddle's come a long way from our early days to think now I'm talking in front of 60, 70 people. It's pretty damn cool. So Hold on. Hold on. Hold wait, wait, the wait, phone. Wait. Hold the fucking right. phone. It's taken me eight months to earn the big square. This guy gets on the show the first time right into the big square. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Actions speak louder than words. I don't care how loud you guys are down there in South Florida. This is right where I belong. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I will tell you this. Also, this is a correction. We have 60 or 70 people live. 
the numbers because Shay put them together uh, for somebody who wanted to know the backdrop and maybe get involved in marketing the huddle. You know, there's thousands, tens of thousands of people that this reaches between LinkedIn, all the social media, and then the replay is all day long. So just about everybody I know, the conversation starts with, hey, this morning's huddle was amazing. You know, yeah. so uh, so make sure you're you're good here, buddy. Well, I, well, I, gotta, I gotta tell you guys. I mean, this is a this is a humbling moment, and through 2020, the huddle has really sort of been my virtual family. It's been really cool to lean on you guys as coaches and mentors, lean on Lori, and I mean, just so many of the folks that I have been able to build relationships with while I've been in this sort of house by myself. So uh, this is a really fun moment to come on and say tomorrow, I am actually gonna be running in the co-pilot seat with Steve. We're gonna be talking about the mentality of being coachable, right? So much of what we talk about in the huddle is being coached, but if we don't have the right mindset to absorb and learn how to fail as we go through those coaching moments, then how good is the coaching? And so we're gonna spend tomorrow talking about that but before we get into that topic, um, I wanted to go ahead and extend something out. We're on the heels of Thanksgiving, attitude of gratitude, as Andy Lee would say. Um, and being that today is Women's Entrepreneur, um, Entrepreneurship Day, I want to extend an invite to 20 huddle members. So shoot me a DM to come kick it in the club room with Brandy Chastain. Um, Brandy pioneered and was part of the movement to get women's sports to the forefront for what it is. And so it couldn't be any more appropriate to come and attend on today. So with that being said, um, shoot me a note. The tickets are completely on me. Um, it's going to be a fun event. You're going to get to rub elbows with people in the room and then get to go ahead and actually check her out uh, for a presentation. So um, shoot me a DM. Everybody, thank you for checking me out. And yeah, guys, excited to come well on. Well done, Scotty G. Well right. done. Way to step into okay. the big box and, and do go ahead. What do you got? Now, now get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't get know, your fucking shiny box. <laughs> for those who don't know, that is my sister's son. And uh, I have been fortunate and blessed. That he has the uh, the energy, the Noodleberg energy, as Laurie calls it, and so um, Mark will be moving tomorrow. He is unable to make um, the live show, and so instead of either writing, doing it myself, which I'm certainly capable, or doing a rerun, we said let's bring a family member in, let him run, and his was his idea about the idea of how to be coachable and. I've worked with Scott for many, many years. He's now working with Mark, but I have to say how proud I am of both of you boys for who you are, what you do every day, and how you just bring it. So it is uh, inspiring to me, and I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah, that's awesome, and I love that. I love the topic of being coachable, and uh, obviously Scott coming from his athletic background of playing college football and being a punter. Um, he knows what that means and he understands the parallels of taking that ability to be coachable and listen to a coach and deal with failure and get feedback and continue to, to get better and apply that to the real world. So that's super exciting. But let's get back to the content of the day and celebrating some fantastic women. Shay, can you show me the video for Women Entrepreneurship Day?
We are here at the United Nations being celebrated in 144 countries around the world. I believe that women are better business people than men. So how would that be with these young women who have education? When women entrepreneurs take risks and succeed, societies change for the better. It becomes easier to accept the idea of a woman as the family's breadwinner. So Love it. Super. Yeah. I mean, just I, I didn't really know the power of this day until I did the research behind it. But being celebrated in so many nations and understanding, number one, what it's taken for women to tr to to work to get to an equal level of just respect in the in the workforce never mind an entrepreneurship and building their own way and building businesses and having ideas. So super yeah, excited us, to talk about. Yeah, go ahead. Both of, both of us get the opportunity to live with entrepreneurial women. Gab and Michelle yep. are both driven to leave their mark on the world and to be the best they can be. So, um, you know, um, we're fortunate. We know the power of women. We know the power of you know, the perspective in my mind, the perspective that they bring to the table. And uh, so pretty awesome comment. Let's get, get into it. So some other women that are, are close to us in our circles that we've worked with that we wanted to shout out are Lori George, Kathleen Cannon, Cheryl Clark, Brett Sadler, Rachel uh, Sapoznik, Annie Lieb, Ann Gottwald, Megan Riley, Mer Meryl Brandwine. I'm sure that there are people that we forgot in that group but just wanted to give a shout out to you guys to say we're inspired by you obviously kim and Lori, who we've already talked about but we're inspired by you on a daily basis we love having you in our circles we love being a part of your circle and uh continuing to grow and build businesses together which is awesome so i got a question for you and i don't know in your research if you did it and if i'm jumping the gun here but is there a defined best quality that women bring to the party? I mean, obviously, you know, jumping in the entrepreneurial space, you know, there are certain skill sets and we've talked about a lot of entrepreneurs in their top 10. Did they define one specific, would it be empathy, compassion um, that they bring to the table? I'm just curious. So I'll, I'll tell you this, in my opinion, it's, regardless of male or female, the things that make you successful as an entrepreneur are the things that make you successful as an entrepreneur. Drive, empathy, communication skills, you know, the ability, the, the, the want to leave your mark. And we're actually going to talk about some things, some, some, some advice from a very successful entrepreneur on how to be a successful one. But you look at Gary Vee, Gary Vee is a very successful entrepreneur. If Gary Vee was a female saying the exact same things or doing the exact same things, they should have the same success because I believe that the principles are the same. Uh, um, so I read an article recently and I sent it to a lot of the women entrepreneurs that you mentioned. And it was that um, employees take direction from female leaders differently than they take it from men. There's no call doubt it what it about is, that. You know, yeah. yeah. So, so, so it's harder, I think. It's a good topic because I think it's sure. harder for women entrepreneurs to lead because of that. Because of that, you know, what 
there's a lot of men who say, there's no way I'm taking direction from a woman, which is com to me completely barbaric, but you know. It's my episode it. with, my DMGB episode with Lori Salarulo, we talked for 40 minutes about that, about what it was like to be a leader as a woman, the challenges that come with that because you are a woman, but I don't think that changes the principles or the fundamentals of what it takes to be successful. You still have to overcome adversity. You might have to overcome more adversity because it's tougher for a woman, but you still got to overcome adversity. You still have to have a vision and a drive and be able to communicate that and lead people. Because if you're an entrepreneur that can't lead people, you're gonna have a hard time doing it all by yourself all the time. Like that's a, that's a I tough think, way, that's uphill sledding. I think that's really well said. Um, you know, J.A. drives this message down to kids of both, you know, male and female, and it's National Entrepreneur Month. So just celebrating entrepreneurs, but really focusing on the women's side, I think is awesome. Great, great job. And I would love, for, yeah, I mean, Lori's in the crowd. I would love for any of the female entrepreneurs. I don't know if, if Ann Gottwald is here with us this morning, but all of you guys that are doing it daily, if you have a take on that, please throw it into the comments and talk about it because I'd love to continue the conversation as we go on to talking about a list of some really successful female entrepreneurs. So Lori shouts out, Shay, can you put her comment up, please? Um, and, and she's right. At some point, yeah. it'll flip from being female leaders to great leaders. Um, I, I think, you know, we've come a long way, baby, which was the uh, Virginia Slims cigarette campaign. But I, I think there's more growth, more things coming, uh, more equality, um, and, and great, um, great female leaders are doing that. They are paving the way for there to be complete uh, parity. So gr and great stuff. Um, okay. Another shout out to Tracy Dykes, because Tracy, who 1000% keeps you in line, Eddie, and also did an unbelievable job raising Jesse. Um, just really, really good stuff. And I know she got that mindset and it's the same, it's the same concept. Mark, you know, what was interesting, you know, pandemic, and we, we dealt with this in a lot of coaching, you know, with our clients was that, you know, all of a sudden female entrepreneurs are out there driving business, doing what they need to do. Yet when the kids had to stay home, that became a female, you know, uh, you know, chore to, to take care of. Uh, uh, virtual learning, female, you know, of, of the household. So, uh, you know, I, I still think there's a lot of learning and stuff to say, hey, you know, yeah. like I do the shopping, I do the the, the laundry, you know, those kind of things. So, we, we, uh, Lori, I'm just telling you, Lori, I'm getting super jealous, okay? <laughs> you and Mark, this freaking love affair. I'm just letting you know, it doesn't work for me, okay? <laughs> uh, we've talked about social inequality has been a thing that has been talked about across the board because of all of the racial inequality that's been the topic of conversation. But inequality in general is still a thing that is dealt with regardless of race or gender or sexual preference or how you identify. I mean, there are thousands of things out there in today's world that people still need to grow to understand. You have to accept everybody for who it is. And my, I did a DMGV conversation with, um, with Greg Briscoe yesterday, and we talked about diversity. And this is kind of steering us into a different, different conversation, but I think this is a good point to make. Just because you have a diverse group of people in a room doesn't make you a diverse organization. 
That's only no. half of the recipe. You have to be willing to listen to their perspective and then be willing to accept their 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 feedback to come with another an, another way of looking at things that's different from your own and be able to take a collective group of people that all see the same thing differently and find ways to move forward and create new answers and create new processes, which shout out to Andrew Koenig and to Andrew Lee, because they do an unbelievable job of that right now at City Furniture. So before you switch and announce a big birthday, uh, because I know your next topic is is a gentleman that we all know, and it's his birthday. Birthday shout out. Shay, give me a little birthday music. Just quick. One hit. I love that. Happy birthday to Barry Sleiper, Barzoni, uh, Huddle member, watches every day. Thank you, sir. And Melissa K. Green, uh, one of my best friends, Jim Levine, is marrying Melissa K. Green. So happy birthday, happy wedding, happy Thanksgiving, all of that stuff all in Rome. And so, go. shame on me that I missed Christy Tursk, who is an Ooh. unbelievable entrepreneur. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm constantly getting myself in the doghouse. Um, but Christy's an unbelievable lady, unbelievable entrepreneur dealing with a lot of different businesses. And I know she keeps you in line, Jeremy, at the house. So uh, well, great, one great last, women around us. One last comment before you move on. Um, it's good that you're moving because if you don't get your Internet fixed, Scott Garber's taking your seat. I'm just throwing it out. <laughs> Am there, I man. buzzy again? You're, you're buzzing all over the place, man. <laughs> so. It's all so good. do you want to go it. to, do you want to talk about the next entrepreneur or do you want to talk about the female entrepreneur list that I had? I would stay on this topic with females. I mean, we got, you know, great. eight minutes left. So I, I would stay here. I know you have great content, but let's you know, shout this... out a couple of them. Let, and and we don't have to do them all, but the, the first one on my list is Cindy Me, who is the founder of VIP Kid. Uh, V-I-P-K-I-D, uh, and VipKid connects teachers in North America with children around the world for real-time English immersion learning online. 500,000 paying students and 60,000 teachers in the U.S. and Canada that are teaching English to children all around the world. Unbelievable lady, unbelievable idea, unbelievable business. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, by the way, just as I said that, your internet cleared up. So that was some cool mojo to keep your seat there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the universe is speaking uh, to you. Yes, indeed. Um, yes, indeed. So I don't know if you want to pick out one off of the list or you want me to go with another one. Go with another one, yeah. So Jasmine Crow, who is um, the founder of Gooder, which is an Atlanta-based company that uh, majors in sustainable surplus food management. It's a surplus, sustainable surplus food management platform that leverages technology to reduce food waste and combat hunger. Um, obviously, unbelievable thing. They raised $1.1 million in 2019 and are looking to have a great 2020. My favorite one on the list personally, because I love the product so much, is Steph Corey. Steph, and not to be confused with Steph Curry, of course, but Steph right. Corey is the founder and CEO of Away. And I, we have a host 
of, of away bags. We've got the small carry-on bag. We've got the big checkable bag. I love away bags more than any other luggage I've ever owned. So I recommend the product highly and a female entrepreneur who started the company. You gotta love it. My favorite on the list is Allison Robinson, who is the CEO and founder of The Mom Project. And basically, you know, they raised $10 million, founded in 2016. The Mom Project is a career destination for moms. 75,000 moms in the, and, and I think a lot of these are born out of, you know, need. You know, a mother says, hey, I got no one else to talk to, bang, 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 and all of a sudden, you know, uh, so I, I, it's committed to building a better workplace for mothers and the businesses they support. You know, a big job. You know, when we had the, the meeting, uh, the visits last week, you know, and Christy Ruiz from, uh, from City, one of the big initiatives was you got to be empathetic to parents or especially mothers who are taking care of kids at home. So if you have employees and you are not recognizing that they got dealt a shitstorm, you know, not only is it bad health, like, you know, all of a sudden, bang, they have more home responsibilities. So I, for me, that sort of was a timely one, 2016, four years later, this happens. And I think, you know, any community huddle moms, wherever you can connect and be with like-minded people, um, you know, I, I think that's the right mentality to listen, learn, and do better. I love it. It's, um, you know, and, and the comments that are happening, shout out to Jeremy, Mish's wife, shout out to Lisa Marin in, in Detroit. Um, you know, there, there's a, a lot of, of strong female women in the group that knows what it takes to be successful. It is another really successful entrepreneur's birthday today who this article that I want to talk about before we get out of here this morning is unbelievable, but it is Jack Dorsey's birthday. And for those of you who don't know who Jack Dorsey is, I would be shocked, but he is the founder of Twitter and Square. And um, I found this article about the one question Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey asks every single job candidate. And I think it's really interesting because he goes on to talk about what he believes is being an entrepreneur, and he does not believe that you have to start a company to be an entrepreneur. He goes, I don't consider entrepreneurship to be a job. It's an attitude. It's a question of values because values drive passion. So the one question that he asks every single candidate to figure out whether or not they have an entrepreneurial spirit or attitude is, why are you here? Because if you have a purpose and a purpose to be in the organization or a purpose to start your own business, that's what will drive you to be successful. So, so I'm, I'm really glad that you went there because a lot of the organizations that we work with, you know, and I've been doing this obviously longer than you have, we try and instill an entrepreneurial mindset, which is how you digest things. Me first, how can I handle this? What can I do? So, you know, the, the idea, and this is fascinating. And I use the franchise model, you know, we talk about fast food and stuff like that all the time. Um, the idea that, you know, if I said to you, I'm going to give you a McDonald's franchise, people would line up around the corner forever waiting to get a free, but it would shock people to know that there are high performing McDonald's 
and low performing McDonald's. And what do you think the common denominator is in the ones that are high performing? The entrepreneur. So it's the mindset of the the people, how they treat problems. You know, is this my store? And, and you and I have talked with City specifically saying, this is yours. It's not sure. Andrew's, it's not Christie's, it's not any of it. It is yours. You, I give you, what do you get? I give you inventory. I give you the name on the building. You know, so whatever business we're talking about, if you think about it like it's your own, shit changes, man. <laughs> you know, so I had this conversation. I had this conversation with someone sitting at the table with me yesterday. And I said, can you imagine five o'clock on Friday just going, okay, Mark, I'll see you on Monday and not do any work on your business on Saturday and Sunday. It's fucking ridiculous. Okay, let me just let go of the wheel and see what happens Monday morning. So that entrepreneurial mindset is so um, ingrained. And I I had not seen that, but I love that because that's pure validation that it's up to the individual and what's rattling around in their brain. It's exactly what led me to be successful when I started working at ESPN. I didn't think to myself, oh, well, I'm just another pawn in this organization. I walked into the studio and said, this is now my radio studio. These are now my digital assets. This is my company that I get to represent and find a creative way to leverage what we have to bring value to people. That is the entrepreneurial spirit. And that's what will make you successful if you're not starting your own business. So I love the idea that 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 he looks for people that are entrepreneurs that might not have the the risk, you know, the 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 risk um uh the the tolerance for risk in order to start their own business, but are willing to live that lifestyle within the organization because that's what he knows is going to continue to make them successful. So I got two things if you'll allow me to close this out. Comments about yesterday's show. We were overloaded. Stephen Heller, who's a friend of mine. Um, who I've talked about here. He writes, Johnny Cupcake's show was awesome. Very different from all of the other shows out there. Cool departure, a lot of good nuggets. Thank you for that. He also loved the song. And then Greg Goldstein, who is an original, just wanted to thank you so much for bringing Johnny Cupcakes to the Daily Huddle. His story was great. So much of what Johnny mentioned, you guys already do in the Daily Huddle. Add a little extra, keep us on our toes, create a different experience and more really appreciate the hard work that you guys do to make it happen. And it is our pleasure. That is a fact. That is 1000% a fact. So thank you guys for joining every day. I will catch you guys next week. Um, Have a fantastic Friday. Have a fantastic Thursday. Finish out the week strong. Stay on the ball.